0: Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Dental Download Podcast. My name is Haley and I'm your host. It's just me today, we're doing a solo episode so I can catch you guys up on all things dental school. So today we're going to be talking about my finals week that I just finished up. It's Sunday night right now, like right before this episode's going up, so you guys are getting the most current information I can possibly be giving you. I'm still a little tired, so if I have some like brain fog moments while we're talking, that is why, but I'm going to be going through some updates and everything, and then telling you guys how finals went, what kind of finals I had, the overall experience, but then I also asked you guys on Instagram if you had any questions, it's just at Dental Download Podcast about how my overall first semester went of dental school. If you're new here, I just finished up my first semester of D1 year at Michigan. We do a summer term, so I just finished that, and we're starting fall term um, right at the end of August, so pretty soon here. We're on a two-week break right now, which is really great. I'm very much so looking forward to it, and I'm moving in at the end of August as well, kind of right before classes start. So I'm excited to get to Ann Arbor and live with my roommate and just be able to do school with at least one other person because it's definitely been a struggle doing it alone. But we will get into that in a little bit. What's been motivating this week is just trying to be more social, and I really encourage you guys if you feel like you've been in a funk to call someone up and not just text people not just Snapchat people, but like schedule an actual FaceTime, a Zoom, or if you can meet up with a friend like at a park safely and just get some social interaction. I was able to meet some of my classmates classmates, (laughs) outside um, this weekend and that was really great just to socialize and meet people and kind of put a physical presence to these people that I've been seeing on Instagram and on Zoom this whole semester. So, My motivation that I want to share with you guys is to try to socialize more, to boost your mood, and to just get that human interaction that we all really, I think, crave deep down. But that's really all I have for the motivation. I'm just personally really excited for my two weeks off. I have lots of stuff planned that I want to do, just like personally, some books I want to read, some cleaning, packing, obviously, to move. I'm going up north with one of my friends to do some like hiking and outdoorsy things, so I'm just in good spirits and am ready to have a little reset I definitely feel a little funky just like going from school 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 to like nothing technically to have to do so it's even its own little adjustment but I'm trying to just like as I keep saying day by day have a couple like goals I want to do some things like that are fun for me that I'm looking forward to and just like trying to rest and enjoy my time so that's what I've been doing and that's been just exciting for me but I really do think that Implementing a bit more socialization into your week is really going to boost your mood. At least for me, it does. So, um, getting into the actual topic this week, which is first, we're going to talk about my finals. Um, just to preface, if you guys didn't know, I have a YouTube channel and I post every Wednesday and then over break I'm going to be posting every Wednesday and Friday and hopefully in the fall I'll be able to do some twice a week uploads but I do vlogs and other things so I did vlog all the finals so if you guys want to watch like a video version and get obviously a little bit more in-depth perspective on like each day how I was feeling and preparing and everything definitely check that out but I'm going to go through kind of a general overview of how they went and how they were testing us and everything for all of our classes. So, if you guys keep up with everything, you knew that I was in seven classes this summer term. We do, like, the reason we do a summer term, most dental schools are starting, like, they started the week that we were, like, having finals, which was so funny. Because, like, my friends at other schools were like, oh, my gosh, orientation. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, five finals. So, it was a funny, like, contrast, honestly. But, um so we had seven classes, it was like 11 credits or something, and in the fall we're going to be in 23 credits in 12 classes, so that's obviously just like some classes are more credits than what we had this term, but um, we finished up kind of a good chunk of our classes before finals week because a lot of them aren't necessarily like lecture-based science type classes so we finished up evidence-based dentistry ahead of time it was just weekly quizzes so I kind of finished those up a few weeks before finals just so I didn't have to worry about them Um, oral facial function that class um, we had like a group project that I had to do and then a zoom like fake patient interaction that we had to do so those were like non-conventional again like assignments to finish off the class and then inner. I cannot speak tonight. See? Um, And then um, our professionalism class had a final, but it was open book and like, you could take it as many times as you wanted. So like everyone, you could get a hundred on it if you wanted to. So I did that. Our finals were basically like two weeks of finals pretty much. So the first week I took that professionalism final and I took our histology final. And then the next week we had five exams but that was only covering three classes. So once histology was done, um, the only classes we had left was biomaterials, head and neck anatomy, and then dental anatomy and occlusion. So those were three classes, all for that last week. But both of the anatomy classes have two finals. I'll kind of explain that in a minute, but we'll go start with the first week. So I took that like online easier final for professionalism. That class was honestly really interesting. We learned a lot about like dental ethics and um different like policies and kind of like rules in place and stuff that like you don't necessarily always have clarity on just as like from a patient standpoint. So it was good to learn like do's and don'ts, I guess, very at a very like simple level. And then histology is kind of a tough class because It's just a lot of content, and there's no grade except for the final. Like, the final was 100% of our grade, and we had lectures throughout the summer, and the key was just to, like, make sure you were actually keeping up with them, and then he did post, like, a practice test halfway through, so it wasn't over all the content, but it was a good way to see if, like, you were studying the right way, and then the final... Because the class, just the structure of it, it's a pass-fail class always, not just because of COVID. So you needed like a 70% on it and then you got all the credits for that class you passed. So that was like an interesting balance of studying compared to all the other finals that were graded because it's weird figuring out like how much should I study if like there's I'm going to have the same outcome whether I get a 71 or a 91. So it was kind of weird being like, I don't know, just trying to gauge how much you know the material if like if you don't want to miss it by like one question and not pass kind of thing. So I made a study guide for that. I go through like all of that in the YouTube video if you want to see what it looked like and everything. And I did pretty well in that final. So that was good. And then the next week, Tuesday, we had biomaterials. And then Thursday, we had three finals. And then Friday, we had one final. So biomaterials is kind of like like what it sounds like like a dental materials but it also covers it's pretty like physics based and like chemistry based information and then like definitions for different like descriptors for surfaces or for um like formulas for things. So not the most interesting in like what I like to t- learn about, but um, that was a pretty tough class. It was we had a midterm and a final, and that was our whole grade. So the midterm, I did decent on, so I just needed to do decent again on the final. And I did pretty much the same on the midterm and the final. So pretty consistent. I just made quizlets based off of a study guide and learned all those, tried to memorize as much information as I could. And then the exam was multiple choice, took the exam. One thing that was really helpful for that class is we did set up a Zoom, like, not professor, not involved with our class, and some of the students were, like, really, really smart, and they were able to kind of teach a lot of us some of the trickier concepts, so I was really grateful to have such intelligent classmates. I feel (laughs) always so, like, how am I here? Like, not that I'm, like, doubting myself, like, I'm not, like, good enough or whatever, but it's just, like, humbling to see all these people that are so smart that you're, like, in this cohort with so it's pretty cool but and everyone in my particular class is so helpful like they're always sending study guides always sending quizlets always down to like hop on facetime or hop on zoom to explain something to you like i've had so many people help me through finals which i'm gonna get to so later in the week on thursday we had the three finals so we had dental anatomy had two kind of parts to the final, or you can call them two finals, whatever you want to say. So we had our second tooth ID exam, which was our tooth ID final. So that was multiple choice. So it asked you to identify the numbering for different teeth via 3D images through the software Sketchfab. Um, They're scans of real teeth, so they don't like have ideal anatomy always. But then some of the questions were identifying like features on the teeth, whether it's like an oblique ridge or like the buccal lingual clasp, like stuff like that. So it was a little bit easier than the midterm for the tooth ID because that was straight up numbering all these different teeth. So at least like, because identifying features is a little bit easier than like making sure you're getting the right number and like correct side of the mouth and orientation and stuff. So part of that was easier, but there were really, really rough technical difficulties that made me very frazzled when I was taking it. So that was a really challenging exam and we're still kind of waiting to hear back from administration and the faculty about if we're getting any kind of like help with our scores because of all the issues that happened but I mean I still passed it so that's good I guess but barely and like like my grade in the class will still be a pass but we feel like we should get some points back or like have the key looked at because some it was just a funky exam. I don't want to get into it because I don't really have much information, but keep up with me on YouTube and I'm sure I'll update you guys on like what the consensus is. Um, We'll probably find out this coming week, but again, this is going up real time, so I don't have an answer for you yet. But then after that, I took the written for the dental anatomy class and that was basically asking us a bunch of different multiple choice questions, whether it was like A through D answers or like a true and false question about different features on the teeth or like comparing like this tooth has an obvious transverse ridge like true or false or like something comparing like primary teeth or something about occlusion because obviously on a tooth ID exam they can't necessarily test you on occlusion and the class is called dental anatomy and occlusion so some questions about um like overjet like different terminology and everything so that was that exam and that was much more straightforward didn't have any technical difficulties and that was like pretty much just straight up memorizing so not the best and most enjoyable thing I think I definitely need to kick it into high gear a little bit for dental anatomy in the coming fall because I feel like I'm a little bit behind my classmates so hopefully I'll be able to catch up I think it's just something that you need to be like shown and like talked through like you can't just sit there and figure it out on your own so like I was saying classmates helping me like my friend got on zoom with me quite a few times last week to help me point out features on the teeth and it like made the world of a difference figuring out how to identify them better and if you guys are doing tooth ID just make sure you know multiple features on the surfaces of the teeth don't just look at the roots like make sure you can tell what is buckle, what is lingual, what is mesial, what is distal, just by looking at the surface of the tooth. Don't rely on the roots and make sure you know multiple different features, not just one thing because they can like chop a part of the tooth off and then you'd be real confused. So just make sure you guys really, really know your stuff because it gets tricky sometimes. But the third final that was on Thursday was our head and neck anatomy lab final. So that is cadaver images and then they point to a f- structure or feature whatever and they ask you to identify it. And then sometimes there's second order questions where they say like, what is innervating this muscle or what runs through this opening or something like that. So that was pretty straightforward. I actually think I did. Well, I know I did really well on that. We got our grades back. But um, yeah, that went really well. I was really happy with my studying paying off for that. I use Anki for labs, but for all my other like studying note cards things, I use Quizlet. But the reason I use Anki for lab is because it's free to put your own images on there. And they have this like image occlusion option. If you just looked it up on YouTube, you can see how to do it, but it's a really fast way to make flashcards for, um, anatomical like images of cadavers. Like if you have a picture with like 10 different labels on it, you can cover all 10 and it'll make 10 flashcards for you with like, um, asking you to guess one each time. So it's really, really helpful. But then for like terminology or other kinds of things i use quizlet just because i like the interface of it more and i'm more familiar with it and i like the little like learn feature i feel like it does help me learn the material pretty well so that's kind of how i study for those and then on friday um friday was just one final and i have to like explain my headspace to you guys right now i just like feel like i'm in like a fog since thursday night because I don't know I was like so excited Thursday when I submitted those last finals it felt like it was over even though we still had one on Friday but then when I turned in the one on Friday I didn't even feel like I thought I'd feel so excited like yes D1 summer done conquered break but I just like wasn't that excited and I think it's because we're kind of in that limbo with our grades like we haven't Heard back about that dental anatomy exam. And then our Friday final, usually it gets graded that, like, same day, but we don't have the grade back yet. So I feel like once I have my, like, complete set, like, of scores and stuff, which hopefully will be up tomorrow on Monday, then I'll feel like, yes, like, done. But right now I just feel like I'm in this weird fog and, like, not having classes to do. Like, I feel like like you just identify as, like, a student, so it's, like, weird when you're not being a student. (laughs) Sorry, that was a little headspace update I guess on how I'm thinking but that was what was going through my head Thursday night and Friday and then Friday we did have the last final and that was in head and neck anatomy and that was like the written which is kind of based on the lectures like the lecture videos that we watched every week and based on like the learning objectives that they told us to learn so I made this really nice study guide of all the learning objectives that's also going to be in um, one of the vlogs if you want to see what it actually looks like. But I pretty much just write out, like type out the learning objective and notability. And then I handwrite the answers or like fill in the information based on what's given to us and kind of like a text format on a website. And then they also give us a video as well. So I like answer it to the best of my ability using the text. And then I'd watch the video and sometimes it's the exact same material. Sometimes the video says a little bit different. So then I would like add that in to what I already had if it was in the video, and if not, like, then I just kind of went over the information twice, but, um, I'd always watch videos for every class on, like, two speed, and I don't know if that's actually, like, advantageous because you still pause it a ton to, like, take a second to write, but I just feel more, like, glued, not glued because, like, it's not like it's all that interesting, but more, like, I'm paying more attention if they're not talking so slow, so um yeah I always watch everything on two speed but yeah so we had the written final and I don't know how it went because I don't have my grade back yet so that is the downside of giving you guys such live right off the bat content so a couple days ago I took it hopefully we'll get the grade back tomorrow but I mean I feel pretty good about it but I don't know like exactly how I did and as you guys know like I'm not shooting for like a pluses in every class like I mean that'd be great but that's just not exactly realistic for me and like That might be what works for other people, but I need different things in my life and like my abilities don't really put me there to also then have like a stable life and like feel good in other areas of my life. So just trying to do my best and like that's kind of where you end up. So we'll talk about that in a couple minutes here because now it's pretty much everything for finals I hope you guys I feel like I was always curious like what actually happens in dental school when I was pre-dent so hopefully that's interesting for you guys or if you just started your first weeks um, you're probably like wondering what's to come and that's how we did it at our school Um, if you didn't like listen to earlier episodes we were online this whole term like I stayed at my parents house I didn't even move to like the city that my school is in but I'm going to now for fall term so I'm going to answer your guys' questions now uh, that you submitted on Instagram. Some of it's about like studying and finals and stuff, but some of it is just about like overall D1 summer, like how was it? How did I feel about it? Any advice, stuff like that. So the first question that I thought would be good to start with is, was this semester everything you envisioned? And the answer is no, (laughs) not at all. Um, Obviously, acceptance day back in december when i was envisioning what it's going to be like and knowing so many people ahead of me at michigan like knowing their experiences and seeing all the fun stuff they did and assuming i was getting to do like the dsd like slip and slide and like all these fun summer events and all these like opportunities to like bond with my classmates in the years above us as well like none of that obviously happened and just like waking up, moving into my apartment, walking to school with my roommate, wearing my scrubs, like being in this school that I thought I was going to be in. Obviously, none of that happened, but aside from like COVID (laughs) getting in the way of what I envisioned, once I knew that I wasn't going to be going to dental school in the traditional sense, still things didn't really go as I expected at all, even with like online classes, but I'll go through kind of like why I think that happened, but I've really had quite the pivot since early D1 summer to where I am now, which is so funny because it was a pretty short semester. It was only eight weeks, but I really struggled a lot. And I feel like you can even tell listening to earlier episodes, like my tone of voice, like I don't think I sounded quite too happy. And um, I mean, I told you guys, I was like, oh, like this was a bad week or this week was okay, whatever. But I think you can just like tell that I was like kind of going through it a little bit, but I'm definitely doing a lot better now. And I think what was really hard for me was that I just thought that things needed to be one certain way. And I don't, I can't even explain to you exactly what I envisioned this, like, this is what a dental student does, or this is what I need to do as a dental student. But I just somehow had this like, version of life in my head and thought that I needed to change a bunch of things and things that I do to like fit this vision. And that's just not (laughs) true. Um, What I should have been doing and what I eventually started doing is just like trusting yourself and listening to yourself and letting the changes in your habits and in your lifestyle happen naturally and I don't just mean that when it comes to how you study or how often you study or when you study or how you do lectures whatever like I mean this in like all aspects of your life like I genuinely thought that like I don't know I think I thought that like I would be so different like June 21st compared to June 22nd when classes started like that's just like not (laughs) like how would that happen doesn't make any sense speaking about it but I feel like a lot of people feel that way like oh I was this person, now I'm a dental student. So, like, now things are gonna be this way. But it just doesn't happen like that. It happens slowly over time. And, like, your version of what you do as a dental student is gonna be so different from your roommate, from your friend, from this person on Instagram, from me. Like, all these experiences I share with myself, like, they're very personal to me. And I hope you guys always understand that, like, what I do is, like, what works for me. And I hope it motivates you to figure that out for yourself and like maybe some things that I do would help you or not you know so just like obviously always have that perspective when you're listening to me but so that like really the whole like trusting yourself and letting changes happen naturally like that's socially with studying which with managing like your personal time versus your school time and then obviously with taking care of your health so I was think I was thinking like so big picture so long term so like Dental student me is here today, first week, and that's going to be dental student me graduating in four years. Like, I'm just going to be, like, this dental student person, (laughs) and, like, that's just not how it works, and, like, you're not going to have that perfect, like, schedule and lifestyle and, like, everything that you maybe are expecting to have, and that could even apply to, like, wherever you are in life, like, when you start working as a dentist or when you start as a pre-dental or when you're, like, in your, like, whatever it is, but have been doing now in the past like half of the term maybe or so that I've been starting to get so much better one the therapist at the dental school is awesome she's super super great and she's helped me a lot but um as I keep saying focusing day to day and like looking at this current day and then this current week what's coming up but like looking at this current day and this current week Like, what do I need today? Like, what do I have to do for school? What do I need to do X, Y, Z errands for my family? Like, what are my responsibilities today? And then what do I want to do? What is my body telling me that it wants? What would make it happy? What would be a nice reward for me? And what, like, do I need to fuel myself to make myself feel good this specific day? And when you start making those choices and making, like, being self-aware each day, months from now, you're going to realize that you are evolving and you are changing and you are growing. And that's just how it happens. It happens naturally. So that's why things did not go how I thought they would. And yeah, I just encourage you to relax and focus on just each day and what you want out of the day and getting your tasks done and then letting yourself live however makes you happy and not thinking that you need to be one specific way or that there's only one version of like a productive successful self if that makes sense i hope that was kind of a long tangent but that was that answer um the next question is the biggest differences between grad school versus undergrad so i did do a bunch of polls on my instagram story almost a month ago at this point, but I was planning out content for this fall term. Over these two weeks I'm doing a bunch of interviews with a bunch of different dentists and dental specialists and some dental students. So get really excited about that but I also wanted to maybe record a couple solo episodes and just plan out what the topics are going to be going into the fall term, just so I'm like not so stressed with classes and stuff, but so still going to be every Monday, by the way, and it's still going to be solo guest, solo guest for the most part. Sometimes there might be a little alternation, but... Anyways, so I did do a bunch of polls and I'm going to do a solo episode all about dental school versus undergrad, but I'm going to give you guys some bit of an answer for now. So people were wondering about in general, like how is it different studying wise? And then also someone wanted to know like online classes, is it different being in dental school online classes versus an undergrad online class? So, um, pretty much for the studying aspect similar to what I was saying before like I realized that I didn't need to change dramatically how I study like I still like Quizlet like I still like to draw out like study guides and like writing and repetition is what works for my memory so like your studying doesn't need to change that much unless like you're a super genius and didn't really actually have to study that much in undergrad but like I personally had to study quite a bit for my science classes in undergrad, so that's another thing. Like, I thought that, I don't know, just for some reason I needed to study a totally different way, which, like, if it works, why would you change it? So I kind of went back to studying for the ways that I knew worked for me, and they're still working. So I think depending on how you studied in undergrad, you might not have to change your study habits much. There's obviously just, like, more time that you spend studying, but, like, the ways that you learn material probably won't be that different. And then online classes versus um, undergrad versus dental school. So I would say it just kind of depends what kind of online classes you had. Like I had some online classes that were pretty low maintenance, like you could get them all done at the beginning of the term or they were just like a couple group projects or something. But then I had some classes like biochemistry where like it was really tough content and you had to be really on your game about keeping up with them because like it'd be really tough to learn everything last minute like right before the lecture so again this is kind of dependent on like what you were like or what you are like in undergrad so and what kind of classes you had but I would say like an online class in dental school there's just more lectures more hours per week that you need to be learning and then also it's really advantageous to prepare your study materials as you go rather than doing them all at the end like the week of the exam because then you don't really have time to actually review and study the material where i feel like an undergrad you could kind of get away with like a couple days before the week before making the study guides making the note cards and learning them i still definitely kind of did that in this term but i'm hoping to get better about it and that's when i say study strategies haven't changed all that much from undergrad but I'm hoping. And I started from midterms to finals. I did get better about that. I made the study guide for anatomy as I went and I made the quizlets for biomaterials as I went. I just wish that I reviewed it a little bit as I went rather than just like writing it or creating it and then being like, ooh, I'm done. Like, what are we doing tonight? Like, what show am I watching? Um, I wish I would like have gone back and then went through the quizlet a little bit or read over the notes the next day kind of thing. So I think it's not too different from undergrad online classes either. It's just like more work. (laughs) And the next thing that I wanted to talk about, we have two questions left and then we'll be wrapping up, but, um, someone asked about time management and dealing with stress. So again, I am going to be doing a whole episode about time management, either this fall term or in the winter term, but, um, I wrote out some tips for you guys and, I think like the main overarching theme for me for time management and also stress because I think they kind of go together like the better your time management is, the less stress you'll hopefully feel. I think it depends how you're defining stress like going through a really hard mental health week is probably a little different than just like being stressed out. But as for just like being stressed out in general... I would say that having good time management helps. So I think, as I talked about before, having a good like outlook for the day, like what do I have ahead of me? Making sure you know, like having a to-do list and then also having like a some kind of calendar or something where you know what's coming up for the whole week. That way you just have a clear vision of what lies ahead. I think eliminates a lot of worry for people. And then um, I also think it's good to have some kind of like goal or like something that you can look forward to that day whether that be like I go for a walk in the afternoon after lunch and that's like a me time or like I study like I wake up early and I study really hard and I don't let myself go on my phone much but then I can be done by four and then I have all the evening for myself like figuring out kind of a good goal and like Making sure you're working into your routine time for you and to do things that make you happy. Um, and then another thing that I find to be really helpful for time management and productivity is to put your phone away, whether that be leaving it in a different room or like using a timer. Or this is kind of a timer, but the app Forest like grows a little tree when you don't touch your phone, and it's like a timer kind of system. So that's like fun and they donate money to plant real trees which is good so if you're interested in that app I just kind of started using it but it's really nice and it keeps you off your phone and then another thing for stress but also for me it's like something I look forward to during the day and it helps me be more focused and productive and just like have a better outlook on the day is the Headspace app you guys know I use that for meditation and they do have a student discount Where it's only ten dollars a month opposed to a hundred dollars a month So I do really recommend that for time management and stress as well And then another thing just in general, I think is to plan two weeks ahead of an exam So make sure you know like when an exam is coming up and then say okay when what like what's going to be on this exam what lectures or what units whatever and then make sure you know when you're doing each lecture and readings whatever it is you need to do and then make sure you see how long you need to review I always do my best to leave the day before the exam to not have like oh cover chapter three like just to leave that day as like review most missed topics like go over study guide again like nothing like specific like don't have anything that you haven't seen yet the day before It's kind of how I try to do my study schedule I mean obviously sometimes things fold over to the next day and there's not much you can do about it but I try to plan it out that way and just I think the two-week time frame is good because you can make sure you're getting all the lectures and content done and then also planning in when you're going to study because making your study materials in general takes a lot of hours whether that be typing up a quizlet or if you're like handwriting a study guide like I do like all of those take so many hours like it's so long to make study guides and to make quizlets like if you want to make them good so like I probably had Like there was six units on our anatomy final and I had quizlets for all of them in addition to my study guide. Like I put a lot of learning objectives onto Quizlets to know them for the written exam. And of like the six probably on average had about like eighty cards each, like times six. That's quite a bit of cards and like they're I make them kinda like question based. So it's like more active learning rather than just I don't know. You guys can watch the video if you wanna see what those looked like, but um Yeah, two weeks out is a good time to plan because then you need time to actually study the materials, do the lectures, make the study materials, all of that. It just takes a lot of time. And then finally, you're going to be less stressed if you have a good balance and you're being self-aware, common theme throughout this podcast. But if you can make sure you know what you need, whether that sometimes is going to be to study more because you'll feel more calm if you know more of the material or that might be taking some time to work out, to go for a walk, to go outside, making good meals, talking to someone you love, like doing something that makes you happy or something that you're passionate about, like knowing what you need and when you need it. Because sometimes more studying isn't what you need and sometimes it is and that just takes time and getting to know yourself better so I think that that, those are all the best ways and advice that I have for time management and tips in a brief format but I'll definitely get more into it and give time management tips for like overall life as well as school in that particular episode and then finally the last question we're going to end with is kind of looking ahead for us but they asked um just kind of like what's coming up in the fall like when are we starting sim lab just for like some general updates and things so so far what we know we have our class schedule I think I listed that off for you guys like two weeks ago in an intro um, and i am also listed it in the most recent vlog if you want to check that out but um we have those 23 credits like I said and they have a couple classes marked as hybrid So I'm not sure if we'll actually end up going into the school in small groups or not. But then we have our um, intro to clinic classes, which are in the simulation lab. And they have those four days a week. But there's two days a week for an odd group and two days a week for an even group. So they're going to divide our class in half. We have 109 students, so about like 55 per odd and per even group. And then they are three-hour time windows. And then as of now, what they've been doing is having... Some extra, like a Google Sheet, to get in to get extra time whenever faculty is able to go there and supervise, and then obviously still be in small groups. Because under normal circumstances, the school was open 24 7. You could go in and practice as much as you needed, but now it's going to be more first come, first serve, who needs it more kind of thing. So it'll be interesting, and I'm hoping it goes smoothly and that they can accommodate extra bonus practice for us if we need it, since we are so new and there are. A whole new group of us entering the school because right now they've just been transitioning in those second third and fourth year students and now that we're there it's going to be a whole other ball game for them but so mostly still online but I am moving to Ann Arbor and we're required to all be living there now for fall term so that's pretty much all we know at the moment I'll definitely update you guys in an intro and upcoming episodes Because they did tell us that they're going to be emailing us, like, this coming week or next week with, like, more distinct information about, like, our half-day orientation that they're doing and all this kind of stuff, so... I will update you guys in vlogs and also in the upcoming episodes intros because even if we do have a guest, I always do a real-time intro for what's happening in my life at that time. That way you guys are always caught up on all the dental school happenings. But um, that's pretty much everything for this episode. I want to thank you guys so much for listening and next week is going to be a really, really great one. So it's with Dr. Joyce Kong or Joyce the Dentist on Instagram and YouTube. I really have been loving her YouTube page. It's really just cool to see like what an actual dentist is doing. But um, I'm really excited because we talk about her experience taking over a practice. So she bought it from someone and like, I was like, how does that go? Like, did you have to let go of some employees? Like, what's all that like? Then she talked about um, how she went to UOP for dental school and then did a residency in New York, um, her teaching at USC's dental school and why she stopped teaching there. And then also, of course, I had to ask her about social media. And she talks about some advice for dental students and pre-dental students. Getting on social media, how to use it to their advantage. So I think it's going to be a really great episode and I can't wait for you all to hear it. And I will talk to you on Monday.